Hi, you're listening to the Mark and Russia broadcast, episode number 110, and I'm Mark. You're listening to the Mark and Russia podcast, broadcasting from the belly of the bear in Chelyabinsk, Russia. Kick back and enjoy the show. Don't be a pussy. Today I'd like to just cover a little something that was in the news. It's about Ramadi in Iraq. Now the U.S. isn't fighting over there anymore, but the, what happens there still does matter. The wonderful Barack Hussein Obama, who withdrew from um, Iraq without leaving any troops, without leaving any assets in place, even though he was told that would cause a vacuum of power uh, that somebody would fill and probably nobody that's any good. This, of course, has come true with this group called ISIS, these Islamo-Nazi frigging subhuman pieces of crap animals. But we can thank Obama for that. Now, no matter what somebody thinks about having been involved in Iraq to begin with or not, that doesn't really matter at this point. Once you begin something, you need to finish it, and you need to finish it correctly. You need, you, if you're going to go in and destroy a country, you need to at least take it and give it back in a better condition to the people who live there, to the citizens. And that was very capable, and it could have happened, but not under Obama. Anyhow, I uh, recently, the city of Ramadi is in the process of falling to these ISIS people. Lots and lots, hundreds and hundreds of American troops died fighting for Ramadi to free it from uh, terrorists and people years ago. And now our wonderful chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is the highest military person, other than the, quote, commander-in-chief, who's just the Marxist Obama, he made some comments, and these comments, his comments and an open letter to him from a mother whose son died in Ramadi will follow in just a minute. I'll also first play his comments so you can hear just what it is that he said. But I will say that these people at the top of the American army are so disappointing. Obama has replaced good people. General Petraeus, well, of course, Obama had his little security people find out that Petraeus was having an affair and basically said that they were going to tell all about it unless he resigned, which they told about it and he resigned anyhow. It's too bad. Petraeus was pretty good. But this is how Marxists work. I have two sons who fought. Both of them fought in Iraq. One of them fought two different, two different tours of Iraq for one year each. And the other one fought one tour of Iraq and two tours of Afghanistan. This particular son was involved with the actual invasion of Iraq. He was in Baghdad, one of the first troops to arrive into Baghdad when Baghdad fell. Now, I don't presume to speak for my sons. They're adults and they can speak for their, speak themselves, for themselves, that is. And politically speaking, we're, we're very different. I'm hardcore conservative, and I think they lean more the other way. 
But I can say as a parent, and this, I'm not speaking for them, I'm speaking for myself. As a parent, I was concerned when my sons were there. But I also knew at that time, this, by the way, was before Obama was president, I knew that the army would take care of them best so that they were with the best army and they would be taken care of, and they were financially and physically, even though they were involved in some heavy-duty crap. Uh, but I, I wasn't as concerned. I was concerned as a parent, but not as concerned as I could have been. I didn't realize concern really until the last my last the last tour of duty that was done by either of my sons was in uh, Afghanistan. And I actually wrote a letter to him and said, listen, you know, if you get an opportunity, do not sign up again over there. Get home as quickly as you can because Obama had changed the rules of engagement. There was all kinds of like the Afghan troops that they were training were turning their guns on the Americans and killing them. The fact of the matter is Obama hates the U.S. military. He despises America, but he especially has a certain spot. He and his uh, Michelle Muchel of a really nice spot for the America, a spot of hate for the American military in them. And I did not want, I was very concerned. It's the only time I was so concerned about my sons, either of them over there. Well, I have three, but two that fought over there in that theater. And I was more concerned with that son who was still in Afghanistan when Obama was changing the rules of engagement. I was more concerned than when he was involved in the actual invasion of Iraq right up in the very front. But anyhow, without further ado, I'm going to stop now and play the audio file from this uh, Joint Chief of Staff, Martin Dempsey. Thousands of families, old and young, pouring out of Ramadi now, which was once secured by U.S. forces, and now the terrorists are closing in. Plus, the terror group is trying to gain control of the oil-rich city of Beji. And the Obama administration appears to downplay the loss of Ramadi. They say they are not concerned that that would mean a loss of this effort overall. Here's the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman yesterday afternoon, General Martin Dempsey. Listen to this closely. The city itself is um, its not symbolic in any way. It's not been declared, um, you know, part of the caliphate on one hand or, or central to the future of Iraq. The issue here is not is not brick and mortar, it's about defeating ISIL. So, as I said, this is, I, you know, I would much rather that Ramadi not fall, but it won't be the end of a campaign. Should it fall, we got to get it back. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Martin Dempsey, responded to reports that Ramadi, Iraq, is on the verge of becoming part of the Islamic State today by describing Ramadi as not symbolic in any way. In an open letter, Debbie Lee, whose son Mark was the first Navy SEAL casualty in Ramadi, responded to his remarks today. And here's her letter. I am shaking and tears are flowing down my cheeks as I watch the news and listen to the insensitive, pain-inflecting comments you made or made by you in regards to the fall of Ramadi. The city itself is not symbolic in any way. Oh, really? Are you willing to meet with me and with the families who have lost a son, a daughter, husband, wife, father, mother, aunt, uncle, grandson, or teammate? My son Mark Lee was the first Navy SEAL who sacrificed his life in Ramadi, Iraq, on August 2, 2006, 
His blood is still in that soil and forever will be. Remember, that was when so many of our loved ones were taken from us. You said that it's not been declared part of the caliphate on one hand or central to the future of Iraq. My son and many others gave their future in Ramadi. Ramadi mattered to them. Many military analysts say that as goes Ramadi, so goes Iraq. What about the troops who sacrificed their limbs and whose lives will never be the same? Our brave warriors who left a piece of themselves in Ramadi. What about the troops who struggle with PTS, TBI, who watch their teammates breathe their last or carry their wounded bodies to be medevaced out of Ramadi? I've traveled to Ramadi and visited Camp Mark Lee in 2007. I brought back soil from that city where Mark breathed his last. I interviewed Iraqi General Anwar in 2010 when I returned. I asked him, if you could say one thing to the American people, what would you tell them? He paused and with deep emotion said, we will tell our children, our grandchildren, for generations to come, we will tell them what Americans have done. There is American blood poured out on our soil. It seems the Iraqis understood the importance more than you do, sir. You, sir, own apology to the families whose loved ones' blood was shed in Ramadi. Ramadi matters to us and is very symbolic to us. You need to apologize to our troops whose bodies were blown to pieces from IEDs and bullet holes leaving parts and pieces behind. Ramadi matters to them. And then just parenthetical note from me, Mark, the IEDs, thank you very much, Iran. That was the many hundreds of American troops that were killed by Iran. These are the same assholes that our asshole president is now negotiating with to give them the nuclear bomb. America, your choices for politicians disgust me. You need to, back to the letter, you need to apologize to our troops who endured the extreme temperatures and battled the terrorists in some of the worst battlefields in Iraq. Ramadi matters to them. They carry vivid memories of the battles and the teammates whose future is gone. Ramadi matters to them. You and this administration have minimized what Ramadi, that Ramadi could fall. Now you are minimizing what it is that it is falling. But you, sir, will not minimize the sacrifice my son, Mark Lee, made or any of our brave warriors. Awaiting an apology. Signed, Debbie Lee. Well, I appreciate the letter that she wrote to him. I can't imagine having a family member, a son, who died there, and now being told, ah, it doesn't matter, the, the, the city means nothing to us. This guy, Mark uh, Martin Dempsey, is a piece of crap, and he's just a, a, a spokesperson, just a mouthpiece for the number one piece of crap, the leftist freaking Marxist, Obama. And you know what? I'm really disgusted, and so are many other Americans who have seen what Obama has done to our military, but even more so to see our so-called military leaders who are just nothing but a bunch of sniveling little pussies. Not one of them, not one, has resigned due to the things that this man has done to our military. Their first order of business is to the men and women who fight under them, but no, all they care about is their careers. You disgust me, every one of you at the top. You disgust me.
and you disgust almost all other Americans. You're pathetic. Now, Martin Dempsey, you have a chance to redeem yourself, perhaps. As I know, all American officers carry a sidearm. Why don't you do something with that sidearm? Do something to redeem yourself. Do something to redeem your name, even partially. Be a man if you're capable of it. Thank you.